unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. We have come so far in the worst moments of our history in the church and in America and throughout the world. Everybody has their, you know, their country's issues. And I would hate to think that we walk away from the best parts of our lives and our faith because of some terrible things that happened that people did. People did. Not Christ. People. everyone welcome back to saints unscripted today we have Molly bonner with us today he is awesome do you want to introduce yourself a little bit more to everyone yes i'm awesome like you said I love it. <laughs> it's on your resume exactly awesome. so i wrote and directed the film his name is green flake and in the film we follow the lives of free and enslaved black pioneers that came across in that early pioneer trek and so wow. it's awesome Okay, and and I have you're a Bonner. Yes. If you know the Bonner family, you if you don't know the Bonner family, you should know the Bonner family. Big fan of Genesis Group. Big fan of your family's music and everything. And you you're a music producer as well, right? I, I do, I do. Yeah. So music is my background. Film isn't. Mm -hmm. It just was for this film. But yeah, in in LA, I help other artists perform. I get them ready for shows and tours. Okay. Like can can you name drop for just a second? Yeah. My mom always says that. Just tell them. Tell them who it is. Tell them. So um, Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello. Kesha, Katy Perry, like people you hear on the radio, oh, yeah. if they sing and record, I get them ready to decide what their show is going to be like, how to sing it, how much to sing, stuff like that. They're just like on your fave so five cool. list. Just exactly, like, exactly. Up. They are my fave, yes. Call, yeah. call up Sister Cabello. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> exactly. Well, so we want to talk about the priesthood band today, okay? okay. So we're not going to talk much about the history of it, if you're not familiar with it. Uh, long story short, in the mid 1800s up to 1978, black members of our church were were not allowed to hold the priesthood or uh, obtain temple blessings. And oftentimes when we talk about this issue, we're, we're getting the perspective of scholars yeah. and historians, but it's really important that we talk to to black members of our faith and we hear their their voice. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming you were probably not born pre-1978. Correct. What, Correct. what year were you born? I was born in 81. In 81. Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe this issue doesn't touch you as closely as maybe as it touched your parents, mm -hmm. um, but it's still going to have affected you perhaps a lot more than yeah. someone in our yeah. situation, yeah. you know, but, but we just want to hear what your experiences are yeah. um, and, and what your thoughts on this issue are as controversial today, just as it was yeah. in the seventies and before that. So I guess the first question I have for you is, um, do you remember the, the first time you were made aware of the band? I do, and that is a fantastic question. Um, and I don't even know that I've shared this story. Exclusive, Saints Unscripted exclusive. <laughs> so, so this is what happened. I was 14 years old and I was in seminary. And you know, my parents dropped me off in seminary. And when I got into there, we learned about a whole bunch of stuff. And then after a couple of weeks, the teacher had me stand up, stand up. I stood up and he said, well, he's not going to meet Jesus. No, he did not. He did. This is the seminary teacher. Oh, He's not going to meet Jesus because of the color of his skin. And it's not your fault. As we said, it's not your fault, not you, but 
you know, and then he went on to talk about Cain and Abel and things that are not true that we as a church don't believe. Um, and so that, of course, that was hard and it was confused. I'm like, I don't understand that. And so went home and whatever, didn't talk to anybody about it, went back again. And it seemed like every time I was in the class, he would point out that part and separating. I was the only black person in the class, separating me from the bunch and how I wouldn't be able to see Christ or be with him because of the highest degree of glory that I wouldn't be able to obtain because of whoever and the preexistence. And that's when I was trying to find. So what is this blacks in the priesthood stuff? I didn't know about that. And so, I mean, the best way for me to handle that, because it, it was heartbreaking. I mean, of course, it's a heartbreaking story. But for me, I wasn't a great kid. But my dad, he was a great man. And so I was so heartbroken that so my dad won't. My dad gets to meet Jesus. He's a good man. So that's this 14-year-old boy, how he was taking it. And so I, I stopped going to seminary because I didn't want to be isolated. Sure. You know, like that. I so, probably would do that too. I, I know, right? And so, I mean, I love seminary. Seminary is incredible. But with this part of our history, the reason why what you guys are doing and talking about this part of our history is so important is because there are many people who have callings and leadership positions that don't know the history and don't know how to fill in the blanks. I don't think that he was trying to be this mean racist man who was a member of the church. I think he was filling in the blanks with what most of us had in the past. And the education of this history is so important so that we're not doing things like what was done to me, right. to other kids. Which is so interesting because you were in seminary post 1978 yeah. Yeah, like after teenager. the ban had already been repealed but you're still seeing some of these justifications for it perpetuated. This is the 90s, yeah. So, okay, that leads me to another question because this issue, again, is still very controversial. Let's talk about the Gospel Topics essay for, for okay. a minute. Yes. The Gospel Topics essay on the church's website repudiates these, disavows the past justifications for the ban, the yeah. whole Curse of Cain thing, uh, less valiant in pre-mortality, fence-sitters, that, they disavow those things, mm -hmm. which is great. At the same time, they don't necessarily come right out and say this whole policy was a mistake right. flat out. Right. What are your thoughts on that? Well, if I'm being completely honest, I think the fear is that if they say that it was wrong, does that mean that the prophets before were wrong? And that the prophets before were wrong, does that mean that we could be wrong and those who are here today can't trust our words. And so I think that's the process of, of protection of that relationship between our leaders and us as just members of the faith. And so me personally, I always go back to this because I feel like every conference, they, they mention that they're not perfect. I believe them when they say that. Yeah. And so I, I hold on to the um, roundabout ways of them saying that we're not perfect, we will make mistakes, and we will do our best to make them right. Um, I do wish, of course, I think we all are waiting for this apology of what this damage caused, and we are not that, and never should have been that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I honestly think that day is gonna come, and I think that many will be surprised that us saints are gonna be like, yes! And it's gonna strengthen our faith in our leaders, in our in our faith, in our church. And so I look forward to that day. Yeah, because I think 
if they're willing to admit that they are human, we all, everyone makes mistakes, right? God doesn't call perfect people. Um, then, I mean, I feel like it's okay to then say that some things have been a mistake, right? If they have changed everything, made it right. So, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. and I mean, when you look at the scriptures and we read through the Bible stories, there's so many incredible stories of prophets before us. And most of them did these horrific things. And we tell it, though. We tell it. And we learn about David's triumphs and then David doing the worst thing in the world to that woman's husband putting on the front lines. We don't shy away from it. And so I look forward to us being able to do that even to our history that was just 150 years ago, 100 years ago, to be able to point out what was wrong, what was right, and where we are now today. Maybe to find some closure there. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's kind of summing up what you said there's kind of perhaps this is of course speculation but perhaps a fear of of the precedent that that sets right yeah. that if we can get something this big wrong you know what else might we get wrong and, and that's you know that is i understand that fear mm -hmm. but at the same time you know the longer the longer we wait the like the issue isn't going away yeah you know yeah so my next question is you're 14 years old yes you learn about these things now, how old are you? 39. 39. Yeah. I just turned 30. Did you? Yes. That's totally beside You're just the point. trying to use the competition now? I don't <laughs> know what we're doing. <laughs> just... Anyways, um, you've come a long way. Yes. You're still in the church. Yes. How did you reconcile a discriminatory policy from the past that, that was denying people access to Jesus, you know, theoretically? Yeah. How did you reconcile that and, and still manage to be a believing member of the church? Yeah, well, I mean, I personally didn't join the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because of the people, you know, that that's not what my faith is rooted in. You, you know? didn't join because of... Because I, as of much me. as I love you. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so for me, the best of people and the worst of people are going to be coming out in and outside of the church. Yeah. Just like our country, when I look at my people's history in the country, oh, horrific enslavement and the you know the worst, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not leaving my country. Mm -hmm. I love my country. The people are what they are, and there are some terrible things that we have to look back and recognize and do better and do different. But I'm not going to then say, well, then I'm not American because of these people's choices. Mm -hmm. We have come so far in the worst moments of our history in the church and in America and throughout the world, everybody has their, you know, their country's issues. And I would hate to think that we walk away from the best parts of our lives and our faith because of some terrible things that happened that people did. Mm -hmm. People did. Not Christ. People. And so I imagine that there's going to be more. And so I just say, you know, Hold clutch of pearls because there might be another terrible thing that happens, but don't let it affect your faith. Your faith is in Christ, in the gospel, not in the people. So, yeah, I think about when your seminary teacher was saying you're not going to meet Christ. If if Christ was there, he'd be like, no, everyone, oh. everyone has the chance, right? Mm -hmm. And it's even in the Book of Mormon about how it's black and white, male and female, bond and free, and it's it's just crazy to think that we still have this. In our history, when that scripture existed then, too. I know. Which is hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I deal with a lot of, you know, controversial church issues in my capacity here as a host on the show, mm -hmm. right? And this one, the priesthood ban, is probably in the top two, maybe three of issues that uh, 
either cause people to leave the church or or prevent people from joining right. our faith. Right. As a black member of this faith, what message would you have for people who are struggling with this issue right now? Mm-hmm. Um, it it kind of goes with what I was saying earlier with really evaluating your faith and what it's based on. You know, I I, I firmly believe that we as individuals all want the same thing. We all want justice, equality. We want everyone to be lifted, everyone to feel this exact same spirit and connection to God and Christ. We all individually want that. And sometimes the path there is not a direct one. It never has been. It never has been. But because the path was not this perfect, flawless path, does not mean that you're not in the right direction. Because when you look at Christ and his life, if we just look at the way it went, his best friends, apostles, did and said the worst things in the moments where it meant the most. So then what? Should we all walk away from Christianity? Are we done? Because Peter, he knew Christ. And he said what he said. He denied him. So then we all should walk away. Of course we don't. So why would we do that now? Why do we sacrifice our faith in Christ because of someone else? So just uh, let me just clarify. Even though we're talking about these hard things, I want you guys to know, and those watching, I have complete faith in our leadership. They are inspired men that have been called by God to be in the position they are in, and they are doing all they can. They know about this history, and they love my people and want to heal that. And we have to pray that they can find the best path in getting there, and that we can accept how long it takes us to get there. So I just want to share that with you guys. Well said. Amen. Sabrina, any thoughts? No, you can't say anything after that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If people want to get into some of the stuff that you've been working on, where where they can, where can they find you? Where can they find your stuff? Well, I mean, you can go find me on Facebook at uh, Mally Bonner, you know, or at Mally B on Instagram. And, uh, but right now, Green Flake movie, that's where you can kind of keep up on what's happening with the movie, the monument and, you know, everything to come. Still doing music stuff? Yeah, always. (laughs) Always. Who's the most recent? Stevie Wonder, actually. No, <laughs> I know we're probably out of time. Let me say though, what what has the, what talking about our history, our shared history of like Green Flake and other Black members and slave members? It's opened the door to conversations that I've never had before. Really, Stevie and I watched. I say watch this. He didn't watch, but he listened to the trailer. That, I know I didn't mean to make a, but, but he, <laughs> but so he listened as we were watching the trailer, and then we just talked about Black history in the church in America and our faith and our beliefs. Wow. And now now I'm sharing the gospel with Stevie Wonder, which I never would have been able to do that. So I look forward to these conversations being normal and yeah. talked about. Nice guy, Stevie. Always oh, incredible. It's a dream. Everybody, thanks for <laughs> joining us today now that we've now that we've sandwiched this topic with Stevie Wonder and Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Thank you for joining us today, Absolutely. Mali. Thank you so much. If you guys have questions for Mali, well, where can they leave? YouTube comments, should they contact you Yeah, on I, mean, I love comments. I love comments. So please comment. If you go look and just follow, you know, things I say, but leave a comment so I can be in contact with you. So thanks for that. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.